are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound. It's your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. It is Orange Bowl week as the Carolina Tar Heels are gearing up for a matchup between them and the Texas A&M Aggies. So let's talk about that in case you miss it. We're going to go over a couple things. Got some All-Americans that we want to highlight today. And most importantly, we got to talk about Carolina basketball falling out of the top 25 and previewing their matchup against Georgia Tech. We've got a great guest on tomorrow's show, but we're going to preview some things that we might just want to ask him to see how this matchup just might go down. Happy Tuesday. I hope you're having a great start to your week. You are in that lull between Christmas and New Year's where you're not doing a whole lot, and that's totally fine. I get it. We're all just trying to get through 2020. This is the last Tuesday of 2020. I hope you're writing down all your new you resolutions for the 2021 year and for getting excited for an awesome time to just continue to support the Tar Heels. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, in case you missed it, the Orange Bowl is scheduled for this Saturday at 8 p.m. at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, a return for the Tar Heels as they just whooped on the University of Miami at the Miami Gardens, and it was quite the showing. It actually probably made a good enough performance for a couple of our Tar Heels to take their talents to the next level, but nevertheless, we still got a team. We're ready to go. We're gearing up for our showcase on ESPN. Y'all know how I feel about night games. It makes me a little nervous <laughs> that we're playing at night. Not only do we not have our top three, you know, offensive weapons, but now we're playing a night game. And y'all know something about the nighttime, Carolina struggles. And on top of that, feeling like they're already going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. So we'll see how they come through. Now, I mentioned Carolina is playing Texas A&M. They are representing the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. They are the number five team in the college football rankings after putting together an 8-1 and one record this season. They are coached by Jimbo Fisher. We know Jimbo from his days at Florida State. He took Jamison Company to a national championship. He is now with Texas A&M and signed a fat check and seems to be doing all right. You know, this was the year that a lot of people considered them to be one of the top performing teams teams they took a bad beating against Alabama though I think that's one of the reasons they got knocked out of the college football playoffs but here we are they're feeling revengeful and so they're going to bring all the heat Texas A&M boasts the 14th best defense in the country so they will give Sam Howell a day the Aggies rank fifth in their conference for offense and so might be something that we can match up when it comes to our defensive schemes now to give you some fun facts about the Aggies, the Texas A&M's invite, invitation to the Orange Bowl marks their 42nd bowl game in program history. Their 42nd bowl appearance are tied for 18th most among college football play, college football programs and 19 bowl fig, victories ties for 18th most among FBS programs. It is the 12th straight season for the Aggies with a bowl game appearance, and it's a school record. 
All right. The Aggies' 12-year streak of bowl appearances is the eighth longest for FBF programs. The streak triples the bowl appearances streak of any FBS school in the state of Texas. The next longest is, of course, Texas down there in Austin. The 2020 Orange Bowl will mark Texas A&M's first appearance in a college football era New Year's Six Bowl game. So since 2014, they started this new college football playoff era. And now you'll see the Aggies for their first New Year's Six Bowl game. And of course, Jimbo Fincher, as I mentioned, is no stranger to postgame experience. He is 7-2 in the postseason, including a 2-0 mark in the Orange Bowl. All right. So Jimbo is no stranger to the Orange Bowl. Mac Brown and company have not been to this type of bowl since the 50s. But here we are. Now we're ready to rock and roll. Everyone's feeling good about it. So we're just going to keep it rolling, right? <laughs> cool. So let's listen to Mac Brown and what he thought about his conversation with Jones Angel talking about prepping for Texas A&M and just how proud he was of the team and how they got there. Despite not having four of his superstars, he's still feeling confident and just proud that Carolina could even be in the conversation after winning just two games two years ago. I'm so proud of this team and the staff, and I tell them that every day, to go from two wins two years ago to the Orange Bowl. It's just unbelievable. They've, they've done as good a job or better job than anybody in the country uh, of taking a team that was struggling and, and getting to this point. And, and especially after beating number 10 Miami uh, a couple of weeks ago. So it, it's been a, a fun month for us when you, you, you go back to fight with Notre Dame till the end, um, a, a win over Miami, uh, get uh, a, a bid to a, a major bowl for the first time in 50 years and, and have a great recruiting class stuck in there in between. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. The, the headlines have been the four guys that aren't playing and, I'm so proud of them. I'm disappointed they're not playing. They're disappointed they're not playing. Our fans are disappointed they're not playing. But we can't let that uh, take away from all that this team and staff have accomplished and the excitement about playing on Saturday night. So, you know, at the end of the day, all you can do is play who's in front of you. And that's what Carolina's trying to do. We can't relish on the fact of who we don't have. we got to focus and rally around the people that we do. Said it before. We'll say it again. It doesn't matter if the guys on Penn State and Bowl, you still have great guys willing to go out there and perform for you. You still have offensive weapons for Sam Howell to utilize. Yes, it's going to be rough. Yes, it might be ugly. But at the end of the day, it's time for Josh Downs and Emory Simmons and Daz Newsom to do their damn thing, right? It's time for British Books to get some love, right? He's not just a special teams guy anymore. He's going to go out there and give it his best. So that's just what we got to do. We got to rally around the troops. If you don't like it, don't tune in. But hey. I, I would struggle, too, at a night game. I'm already a little weary. But as long as you got your cores light and you're made to chill, it'll be all good. But I know y'all are ready to see some football action for real, right? I know that you are excited for bowl season. We've been waiting a long time, Carolina fans, for the opportunity to see Carolina play on the big stage. And there are some big matchups we got going on this weekend, right? We've got college football playoffs we've got some good you know new year's six bowls that we have to tune into so don't sit out on the side sidelines anymore right get in on the action don't forget to use your promo code for betonline.ag 
that is the only place I trust. That is the one place where it has won me some money. It has, you know, taken some of my money. All good, though. It's really easy to use. It's really user-friendly. I'm highly recommending it. Use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, the holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked on Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot, red hot to start the season, and he shares the Locked of the Day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked on Bets today wherever you get your podcasts. So, as I mentioned, we have four guys who are not taking their talents to Miami with us for a second time. However, we still appreciate and want to celebrate them, so we've got to give it up for our three of the four players who are not attending the bowl making an all-american team so second team we've got Javante Williams third team we've got Deami Brown and Michael Carter now how did these guys get there of course we've seen them you know high flying and just beautiful it's been great I personally as a girl who loves some football it has been a nice welcome to see Carolina be consistent on the gridiron. Javante Williams scored a program 22 touchdowns and rushed for over 1,100 yards in his junior year. He decided at least what last Saturday that he was not going to play after the coaches had prepared for him. We talked about the fact that, yes, he could have said it earlier. We've been new. He shouldn't have been trying to play this ball game, but whatever, what have you. I think it was tugging at his heartstrings a bit. I'm glad he ultimately decided to make that decision to go make some money and preserve his body. And I'm looking forward to his combine. I'm looking forward to where he gets drafted, all that good stuff. So there's that. Now, when you talk about third team, De'Ami Brown, the wide receiver, is the only wide receiver in Carolina history with two 1,000-yard seasons. And he led the ACC with over 1,000 receiving yards and scored eight touchdowns in his junior campaign. He is going to be making a lot of money on Sundays. I could use a number one receiver in New York. I'm just telling you, if you're a Giants fan, you know, Slayton is doing all right. But, man, oh, man, could we not use a De'Ami Brown, right? Finally, we got running back Michael Carter, who became just the eighth Tar Heel running back to post multiple 1,000-yard seasons with his team leading over 1,200 rushing yards as a senior. Michael scored 11 total touchdowns and averaged 151 all-purpose yards. His over eight, almost eight yards per carry in 2020 broke Charlie Chuchu Justice's mark of 7.2 that was set in Justice's freshman season in 1946. So it's been a long time coming <laughs> for Carolina to be this team that we know they've always been. They just couldn't quite get it together. And whether it's been from coaching issues or just getting in trouble issues, I feel like Carolina's finally getting it. You know, when I look at the Butch Davis years, and that was the time that I was in school, I think about, man, if we had had a Mac Brown with that kind of talent, damn, we would have been... I mean, you talk about Quentin Copel, you talk about Bruce Carter, you talk about Robert Quinn's of the world, you know, like you talk about guys who literally just lit it up. Marvin Austin's before the book bag. Like, we've had the players. We just didn't have the focus. And I think Butch Davis just was so hell-bent on winning, whatever, what have you, which a lot of coaches do now. You've seen, I feel like we've seen the growth of coaches in general. Some are still figuring it out, but Carolina has had its time. Then we go to the Larry Fedora years, and 
just couldn't get, get the team focused, right? Still had issues, still not doing it the right way. And now to have Mac Brown just kind of rein things in, be a player's coach, but still be old school in some things where it's just not certain things you're just not going to tolerate. But you appreciate if you're an old school person like myself. You should like, at the end of the day, you got to have some structure. You got to have some discipline about you. And I think that's what Mac Brown has certainly brought in for this new unit. It has proven itself in the pudding, Carolina, again, when's the last time you ever thought you would hear Carolina guys being making an All-American team, right? <laughs> I know I didn't, Not let alone Sam Howell is great, but he can only be one man. Who would have thought we would have multiple people making multiple teams? Different you know, outlets are giving them All-American honors, more to you know announce throughout the week. But I'm just saying it's been high time overdue. For Carolina to see some success with all the talent that they've had, right? So there's that. Now, that's my spiel for the football focus of the day. We still have more to talk about, though. We're going to continue to talk about Jimbo Fisher and his press conference from the Orange Bowl. We've got to listen to some of his players, Kellen Mond and crew, how offensively they feel like they're going to stop Carolina. we got to talk about the defense, right? They're feeling like confident they can take on Sam Howell and company. So let's talk about some of their All-Americans and some of their top performing athletes and just how we're going to stand up against them. But more importantly, we've got to continue to rally around our guys and listen to, you know, the Raymond Fahasics, the Taman Foxes of the world, all those guys. we got to figure out just without the weapons that they are missing, how can the guys that are still there step up for the heels? So we'll have all of that. And, of course, we've got to switch gears a bit and go right into basketball because we've got a game tomorrow that we got to prep for. We've got to figure out just how good or bad or even ugly it might be. So let's jump into that conversation next here on Locked on Tar Heels. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and my personal favorite, chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go gives me the kick to keep me going strong with B6 and B12 vitamins. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, plus it's easy on my stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked on Peacock. It hosts, excuse me, Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Locked, with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Now, Tomorrow, make sure you come back because we've got Dylan Callahan Crawley, the lead expert at Yellow Jacked Up and contributor and writer extraordinaire, here to talk to me about the Yellow Jackets, preview their game, what will they bring to the matchup, how are they going to dominate possibly, or 
can Carolina get back on track with their ACC slate and figure out how to get back in the top 25? Speaking of which, yes, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Carolina falling out of the top 25 despite, you know, having strong performances to start the season. Carolina is proving themselves not worthy when it came to the NC State versus Carolina matchup, which not beating a ranked NC State, of course, is going to find yourself out of the top 25. It's interesting to me that NC State didn't get into the top 25 themselves, but who am I? I'm just, you know, a little lonely reporter here. I don't know. I don't really know how all the voting works, but alas, it's all fugazi to me until you get to about mid in February because these guys especially this year don't know themselves still figuring out still figuring out how to play with each other and they just don't have the kind of time to get things rolling like we normally do but alas we try and keep it rolling I've got a schedule update for you that the ACC announced on last Wednesday that Syracuse at North Carolina men's basketball game was postponed the game was scheduled to be played this Saturday and I'm honestly relieved because trying to do double duty between Carolina basketball and football is not always the most fun. Would have done it because that's what I do, but it wasn't exactly the most ideal situation. Now, the postponement follows positive tests in a recent Syracuse opponent. Subsequent quarantining and contact tracing are required for the Syracuse men's basketball team, which, hey, we knew it was going to happen sometime or another. It's our second second time that it's happened to Carolina. Their first opportunity to play a non-conference game was with Elon, and so they didn't get that because of contact tracing and issues. And so now they're jumping right into yet another game after Georgia Tech. They'll go straight to Miami which we all know Miami's been good to Carolina folks these days. So hopefully the good juju will still be there after Carolina football plays and we can just keep the ball rolling. As I mentioned, Carolina is traveling to Atlanta to resume its season after their mini break. They enjoyed a little Christmas time. They're going to play Georgia Tech at 8 p.m. on the Regional Sports Network. So if you have Fox Sports South in North Carolina, there you go. If not, I'm sure if you haven't had ACC Network yet with ESPN, I highly recommend. It's very convenient. So if you are not an in-stater, you can certainly still watch your Tar Heels. Now, UNC, like we mentioned, is 5-3 and three on the season. They've had a tough go so far. But their most recent loss to NC State has proven, you know, a lot of questions, right? We saw Shaquille Moore dominate <laughs> a Carolina team and take – on some pretty strong, solid defenders. And yet, here we are looking from the outside in yet again, trying to get back to that top 25 conversation, trying to prove ourselves. It was honestly a must-win game, in my opinion, for Coach Keats and company. As you guys heard me on Locked On Tar Heel, Locked On Wolfpack crossover episode, it meant more for them because of the big uphill climb. It's always the ugly stepchild, the ugly stepbrother that they just have to finally beat Big Bro. And that's exactly what they did, so we'll give it to them, right? But we got to get it back on track, though. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are 4-3-0-1 and and in ACC play. They last played Delaware State when they won on December 20th. And the only games that Carolina has in common with the Yellow Jackets would be Kentucky. Both teams defeated them, Carolina doing it on December 19th, while Georgia Tech did it earlier 
on December 6th. So we all know Kentucky is not having the greatest year, but they both beat them pretty hand- I mean, pretty evenly. Carolina 175-63, Georgia Tech 179-62. So that gives you any sort of indication. Kentucky plays hard either way. Now they're trying to figure it out and battle back, but clearly they were able to pull away. Now you have Carolina and Georgia Tech. Will there be the same type of performance for Carolina with the slow start? with Georgia Tech capitalizing on the slow start. We saw a slow start last year from Carolina, who literally missed its first 15 shots from the floor in their loss against Georgia Tech last year, 96-83 at home, which just doesn't happen. So if you're ever worried about slow starts for the heels and if they'll turn it around, they better figure it figure it out <laughs> when they go to Atlanta because if they start slow again, one, you need to figure out why this rotation is still the same and why these people are still starting. Two, you need to have the conversation of what are you guys doing? Like, when are you guys going to get it? We're in AC, we're in the thick of it now. You're going to find yourself not only at top 25, but at the top 35. So hopefully we get these rotations down and guys will figure it out quickly, but I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> To put it nicely. So there's that. Garrison Brooks made the first field goal with six minutes and 50 seconds to play in the first half, which was crazy. Brooks ended up scoring a career high 35 points and made a career best 17 of 18 from the free throw line. So we'll need another big performance from him. I have yet to see that big breakout performance that Garrison is dying to give us. Right. I know it's in him. I know that he is, of course, in his head at the moment, but I'm sure. It is just a couple, he's right there, right on the cusp. You know, just got to get out of your own way, Garrison. I feel like it's right there. Armando Baycott is having a strong showing for us so far. He is certainly having a better year than his freshman campaign. And, of course, coming off the bench, Dayron and Walker, they're doing their thing. They're adjusting. If Dayron could just get himself under control a bit, not foul carelessly, we would do better. But, it, I mean, our bigs are fine. It's that backcourt we're still having some issues with, right? It's the backcourt of trying to find some offense, trying to take some tough shots and make them, right? Trying to create some sort of, you know, floor management, floor general kind of energy. That's just what we need, you know? And so hopefully it comes on uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, December 30th. Yes, I almost said Saturday because I have my date in my head of a, you know, Saturday, January 2nd, but that's not it. So got me back on track there. Now, Coach Roy Williams is 16-10 and 10 as a head coach head coach versus Virginia Tech, including 15-10 and 10 as a head coach for the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels have won nine of the last 11 games against the Yellow Jackets. So Carolina is, went, has won four of its last five games at um, Atlanta at the McCamish Pavilion. Can they do it t- tomorrow? That's the real question. I want to say, yeah, but you know, I'm honestly, I don't know. (laughs) I think Carolina still doesn't get that you're Carolina and people just want to beat you to beat you. Like there's a different type of target, different type of level on your back. Like this is not, everyone wants to beat you. It doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter if you're a good team, bad team, what have you. Everybody wants to beat Carolina as they should, but you, you, I mean, you're, 
historically a great program. So you've earned the right to have that target, but you have to deliver, right? You can't just have the jersey on the, you know, North Carolina on the front and assume, yeah, because I'm Carolina, automatically the spell, the magic is just going to come. Like our magic, you know, for some of us came on December 21st. But hopefully it stays for December 28th for some of y'all because that's just what Carolina is going to need in order to be a good team. Like you've got to play consistently. You've got to play top tier. There is a reason why you got recruited and picked. So play like that. Like trust your game. For whatever reason, y'all get into – I mean, you know what? I'm not doing this today with y'all. I'm not doing this today with y'all. See, y'all almost got me hyped, but I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not getting hyped until I already said – I don't get hyped about this team anymore. I just enjoy it for what it is, and that's just what it's going to be. Okay? So I'm just going to woo bring it back, because they know what they need to do. I'm about tired of having to tell them. I know they listen to Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I know they do. I know that they are listening and trying to figure out how can I be. I'm telling you, get out of your head. Get out of your own way. It'll be a lot better for you. You'll thank me later. Period. All right? Cool. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. Again, with Dylan, he's going to come on the show, lead expert of Yellow Jacked Up on part of the fan-sided network. He is going to talk to us about the Yellow Jackets and how they might fare against the Tar Heels. So that'll be fun. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow for that. We'll preview. Get get ready for the game. Get excited. I just, I feel a good one. A bounce back game is on the horizon. I feel Garrison. He's going he's gonna to do it for us tomorrow. All right, let's talk about that more. Make sure you guys have a great Tuesday. I'll see you on Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. We're almost to the new year. We're almost there, y'all. We're almost there. So have a great rest of your day. Stay smart and safe. Wear your mask, please. And as always, go Heels.